Hi everyone, this is Christiane Brock, and I am grateful to be your host today and every day. Join me here on the Less Stressed Vet Podcast. This is where I'll be sharing tools to create a more sustainable career, where we can excel as veterinary care workers without sacrificing our health, happiness, and well-being to rediscover your passion inside and outside of vet med. Let's get to it. Hey, 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 it's Christiane Brock and I'm back at you with the Less Stress Vet podcast. I just want to say this podcast is hopefully going to be something that you can listen to on your way to work, on your way home from work. I want it to be very bite-sized pieces. So they're never going to be really long, never more than half an hour, where you can get golden nuggets to apply to your lives in order to have a better work-life balance, to have more job satisfaction, to be your best intentional selves. So We're going to jump right in. In the spirit of keeping this brief, I have 10 ways to help you leave work at work and transition from work life to home life. And I hope that you get some great ideas for your lifestyle. Now, number one, before you leave work, I want you to write one good thing that happened that day. There is a phenomena that happens with your brain. If you focus on good things, the more good things your brain is going to see. For example, let's say you just bought a Toyota Camry or you're thinking about buying a Toyota Camry and you are driving on the road you are going to see more Toyota Camrys than you have ever seen before. And this sometimes is just kind of a loop that occurs in your brain because you've been thinking more about Toyota Camrys. In that same note, the brain does the same thing. When you start focusing on good things that happens, you will see more good things that are happening to you. So this is a healthy circuit to set up in your brain. I want you to actually put pen to paper if you can and actually physically write the one good thing that happened for the day. If that's not possible, if you can't keep a little notebook in your car, then maybe actually make a note in your phone. And that's a good way to have kind of a log to go back to if you're having a pretty challenging day. It's a nice Nice thing to kind of look back and you can look back at some of your cases that really went well. It's just a really good habit to get into. Number two, actually, before you leave work, maybe share some of your gratefulness. It can mean a lot to somebody just to reach out and just say, hey, I'm leaving for the day, but I wanted to let you know you did an awesome job today. And even though that takes five seconds of your time, it could really make that person's day and maybe even help them transition from having kind of a crummy day to having a little bit of a better day. So don't underestimate the power of your words and your kindness. 
five seconds and it's totally free. So don't underestimate that. Number three, and this is something that I've done and it actually really helped me. If you're one of those people that tends to ruminate on thoughts about work on your way home and digesting the day can become a little bit of an obsession, I want you to look for an actual physical boundary where you you allow yourself that rumination period. Some of that is actually okay, but I want you to either give yourself a time limit, but I think most effective is actually having a specific area on your drive home. So maybe a certain cross street where it is a physical boundary where you do not think about work anymore after you cross that point. So for example, I used to have a 15 minute commute and there was a specific intersection that was about two minutes from my house. And so every time I pulled through that intersection, that was a physical boundary where I decided, okay, I let myself think about work. I let myself think about all the things that went wrong or what I could have done differently. And then after that intersection, I started to shift my mind to think about other things. So for me as a perfectionist, I wanted to think about all the things I had to do for the rest of the evening, but take, take that physical boundary and it will take practice, but let that be a boundary in your mind and geographically separate yourself from your workday. Now, moving on to number four, I want you to take a brief pause before entering your home. So when you pull into the garage or pull into your driveway, turn the car off in complete silence and actually think, who do you want to be when you open that front door? This is actually a tip that I got from Brendan Bouchard. Live your intentional life. Who do you want to be when you enter the home? It's very easy after a long day to be somewhat reactive and to enter a house. And if there's chaos at home, to immediately be put off and to get a little snappy with your partner maybe, or to be less patient with your kids, or to just bring that kind of energy from work home and let the day continue to kind of spiral. And so what I would recommend, and so I've done this, I sit in the car and I think, what kind of wife do I want to be when I enter the home? And so it helps me think like, hey, I'm actually really happy to be home and I'm happy to be present and I'm happy to hear about my husband's day. I want to be that person. So if I can clear my mind and actually enter the home thinking that, like that's who I really want to be deep down, then your idea or you actually intentionally making that a priority may help you shift your brain to becoming that person. So it's almost a little bit of fake it till you make it or actually just being more mindful about who you want to be, who are you trying to be true to? Be true to yourself. So that is 
Number four, which I've found to be pretty helpful. Number five, think about changing out of your scrubs if you can. Um, it's easy. This is actually kind of relates back to the physical boundary. If you, well, number one, it's just a hygiene issue. Think about all the things we deal with at work. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of us are kind of weird about germs. So that's something you might already do. But for me as well, there, I mean, there are some days where I come home and I'm like, oh, we got to get the dogs out for a walk. I wear my scrubs. And it's still, you're still kind of in work mode. Um, changing out of your scrubs, maybe into some, you know, walking gear or some, you know, um, leggings and a t-shirt that may just help you transition from your identity as a veterinary care worker into your home life. So I'm going to basically help myself transition from being Dr. Brock to Christy when I change my clothes. So it's a simple thing. Uh, but it may also help you kind of decompress from the day. If you can, get some movement after work. And so it doesn't have to be, you know, a huge CrossFit workout or, you know, you don't have to go for a 10-mile run or anything. If you do those things, that's great. But after being completely, um, after having a really difficult day at work, sometimes what you need is something that actually doesn't stimulate your cortisol. And what you could do is you could engage in activity that helps you kind of actually relax. And so a nice walk outside looking at nature can help your parasympathetic system kick in. Um, yoga, of course, is a nice way to move your body in a way where you are doing deep breathing exercises that will also help your parasympathetic tone come back. So if you've got kids and you've got dogs and they're, you know, needing to get out, you know, take the whole family on a walk. That's a, a great way to engage and have conversations. Um, a great way to reconnect with your family about what the happenings of the day is just a good thing or a good habit to get into if you can make that happen. And then number seven, take a shower. Now, of course, taking, taking a shower after work and after your workout, yes, that makes sense. But from a kind of almost like a ceremonious um, perspective, you're washing the day away. And it's also an opportunity to take some time for yourself. So I know in this day and age, we've got to-do lists a mile long, and you may have so many things to do. But shower time is really nice to cleanse all those stressful things from the day away. So it will also give you an opportunity to be by yourself. And that um, is a great thing to do and a great excuse to get away if you can. Number eight, eat something healthy and hydrate. Don't forget to hydrate. So I can't tell you, or I should say, most of us care workers who are on the floor for long shifts, we neglect our own self-care and it's very common for us to get dehydrated. Make sure you eat something healthy. So one tip to stay on top of your hydration while eating something healthy is, you know, maybe having something in the one pot or the crock pot 
at the at the beginning of the day, like a soup that has a lot of water in it. That will help hydrate you. Um, it's also great in the winter months where people are less likely to drink water because they're cold. Um, the soup will warm you. It will hydrate you. Make sure you get a lot of water um, at night. Maybe think about doing a tea after dinner for relaxation as well as to hydrate you. So that is number eight. Number nine, give your mind a rest and no screens. So one thing that happens when you are taking the time to scroll through social media is two things. Number one, you're getting constant dopamine hits from looking through your news feed and that can antagonize your ability to rest and to sleep. The second thing about that is you're getting more blue light, artificial light that is stimulating your brain to think it's daytime. So you're going to feel less likely to want to go to sleep if you spend you know, a good hour just scrolling through your social media. The other thing that you should think about is pull out a good book. Or in uh, one of the practices that I would do is I would take out a journal and then I would write down all of the things I needed to do the next day. Because sometimes if I was under a period of stress, I would be thinking about all the things I needed to do. It would weigh on my mind and I wouldn't be able to get to sleep. So if you can purge some of those ideas, by getting it onto paper, you're kind of taking it out of your brain and putting it on that piece of paper. And guess what? You won't forget those things. It'll be on that piece of paper and you can refer to it the next day when you are trying to set your day up for what you need to get done. So that's a good habit that'll give your mind a rest after you get that, you know, five to 10 minute purge of whatever you need to get done. And that has been very effective for me. Number 10, set an alarm for sleepy time. I am serious about this. As you kind of move through your career, what you'll notice is if you are sleep deprived, you're going to have a harder time focusing at work. You might be more likely to make mistakes and you're going to be grabbing that caffeine more and more and more. Your tolerance is going to get higher and you're just going to need more. I have found that the days that go more smoothly for me or where I get less frustrated or where I feel less fatigued are the days after a good rest. Now, it's easy to get caught up the night before with all the things you need to do. I know we're busy people, but getting into a good habit of having kind of a sleep curfew will help keep you on task to getting to bed at a decent time if you can. This might not happen every day, but it's worth making the time to do. So maybe set an alarm, like a warning alarm, that bedtime's in an hour. And that way you know you start making that transition. And pretty soon your body's going to start to recognize. You know, have you ever like set an alarm for the morning and then your body actually starts waking up maybe five minutes before your alarm? That's something that I've noticed with my night bedtime is if you start getting into kind of a rhythm, my body starts to go into a mode where it starts to get tired before um, or around the same time every night. So that's something to think about. So 
I wanted to leave you with those 10. I wanted to highlight 10 ways to get the most out of transitioning from your work life to your home life and wanted to give you those nuggets. For those of you that are perfectionists out there, yes, I am talking to you because that's who I used to be. Do not try to do all 10 things at the same time. I am warning you, you're going to fail miserably. Maybe pick one or two things, create habits around them. And then once you master those and you kind of see the benefits of those, then add in one of the other tips. And I know some of these will not apply to you and you may not be able to do these, but I'm hoping that you got one or two nuggets of information that you can apply to your life. And, and I just want to let you know that you are doing your best and your best is good enough. And I am here to help you. If you have any questions, shoot me an email and I will see you in the next episode. As always, thank you for listening to this episode of the Less Stress Vet Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and please share this episode with a friend who might benefit from it. If you have any feedback, questions, or topics you might want to know about, don't hesitate. Email me at lessstressvet at gmail.com. And always remember, be yourself, be better, and always be kind.